afternoon. Good evening, everybody. Hopefully, everybody having a great weekend so far. I know I'm definitely am. Uh, before we get into the show, um, to my subscribers out there, um, to the people who are subscribing, I got some news. I got to ask a big, 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 huge favor from you all. Okay, so I just I found out late last week that my link tree, what I had people subscribing to to be eligible for the free cash I mean for the cash prizes that I'm planning on giving out every month. That unfortunately that mailing list wasn't working correctly, but we definitely I got it working correctly now. So I'm asking for everybody out there to just do me a huge favor and go back out there and subscribe once again. It should be at the top of my link tree for you all to go and subscribe to be eligible for the monthly cash prizes that I will be giving away. So definitely, like I said, go back out there one more time if you've done it already to you know be eligible for those monthly cash prizes that I will be giving away and let everybody know about. So just to get that out there. And this is definitely the dog days of summer for real. Man, <laughs> when I say it's the dog days of summer, I got no football right now. I'm a huge football fan, college, pro, uh, basketball. Now, as far as basketball, um, I'm not as a huge fan as I used to be. But definitely, if it's NBA Finals playoff time, I'm watching as well as March Madness. But I got nothing right now. Nothing at all, but uh, I might get a little uh, saver, I guess you could say, next week with the big uh, Bud Crawford, uh, Errol Spence fight coming up. But I just need some help out there. Even even my TV, my favorite TV shows, the ones I watch from Power, BMF, uh, Snowfall. Oh, man, I hate all my shows. None of my shows out there. I got to find some new shows uh, to keep me busy in between this time until, like I said, football season officially starts back. <laughs> I, but I will say I was on Netflix, and it took me back to my childhood. They have a special on American Gladiators out there. I only saw two episodes uh, of it so far, but if you all American Gladiator uh, fans uh, once was, I think you all going to like the show that they have out, out there on Netflix currently. It's really taking you behind the scenes on a lot of things that you wouldn't have known or probably didn't even think about at that time if you was watching it as a kid when I was. So definitely take a look at that. And just some other things out there. Um, being that it's summertime, I got a couple of concerts uh the wifey and I, uh, we definitely gonna make sure we go to this summer, uh, sometime this summer. We definitely big uh, concert fans. So for myself, the Fifty Cent, Busta Rhymes, um, boy, when I was in middle school, yeah, no, I'm not gonna say middle school. When I was in high school, as well as when I was in high school, you couldn't tell me I was a cat. I wasn't a Cash Money millionaire. And then, far as in college, I was definitely part of the G Unit crew. So, <laughs> but now nah, we gonna go check that out. And then Drake and Twenty One Savage, they got a concert. I'm a big Drake fan. I like Twenty One uh, kind of too. So definitely gonna go check out their concerts this summer. 
Um, you know, I'll let you all know how those concerts are uh, afterwards and everything. But looking forward to it. But enough about that. Like I said, that part of the show, some people care about, some people don't. But we're going to go ahead and get into uh, the quote of the week. And the quote of the week, no human being is perfect, but a person can be perfect for you. So I stated this recently. Social media in particular has made a lot of people think that perfect is realistic. <laughs> it really has, especially when it comes to relationships. Therefore, those people are out here searching for a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow. And, you know, they believe it truly exists and it's attainable when it's just not. <laughs> you know, sorry to, you know, let you know. But a person can be perfect for you and having all the key qualities that you're looking for in a, in a partner. And when I say key qualities, are they loyal, loyalty, you know, quick to not just jump up and leave, you know, just because they see somebody else that they think looks just as beautiful as you probably do. Or uh, do they got good humor? You might care about humor. You know, they can make you smile and laugh often, uh, you know, anytime you're talking with them. Or do they got empathy? That's another quality, you know, key quality. You know, if they somebody you can open up and express your feelings to and feel like they understand you. Do they got integrity? That's a big one. I think these days you hear people often talk about money. Oh, how much money somebody got? Money, money, money does not give you loyalty, humor, empathy. It doesn't give you a lot of key qualities you look for. So definitely integrity, I feel, is a big one. And, you know, uh, self-confidence can be another one. You know, that can be a key quality that somebody can have as well. You know, in believing in themselves, you know, nobody able to get them down ever. I know I truly feel that's a, you know, a key quality of mine. But like I said, once again, no human being is perfect, but a person can be perfect for you. So just remember that in life. All right. So in today's show... We're going to talk about long-distance relationships. You know, this is a request that came, so we're going to talk about it. So are you currently in a long-distance relationship and looking for ways to maintain that connection? So if you are, I'm, I'm going to be able to give some suggestions on things to do, questions to ask, along with discussions to have with your partner to help maintain that connection. Okay, so... We're, so we're looking to long-distance relationships and looking for ways to maintain that connection. So this is one of the first things I recommend. So it's important to eventually, you got to see each other and spend time together if you haven't already. You know, having a date set when you go going to see the person helps to give you something to look forward to. Both of you all, for that matter. Opposed to not having a clue or, or ever confirming when the two of you will see each other. You know, with that said, I don't recommend for anybody to be in the same country as their partner and have a great connection and talking with them on a regular, but you all, you know, planning to see each other about six months or a year later. You know, I've seen enough shows like Catfish where, you know, you don't want to invest that much time into somebody who might not have a true intention of ever meeting you, you know, so you don't want to do that. Therefore, I suggest to try and meet up with the individual in person at least, you know, uh, within a month or two, I'll say, after the two of you get in a relationship together. You know, and so once that, once you all decide to, you know, you know what, 
we're gonna we're officially in a relationship yeah definitely try to meet within a month or two next after the two of you do meet for the first time have it already confirmed before the you know the person visiting whichever one of you all visiting the other leaves on when you will see each other again and i think that should be done every time you do see each other not just one time you know that date on when you will see each other gives the two of you something to always look forward to while not being, you know, while not being around each other daily. Also, long-distance relationships isn't for everybody. Let me stress that again. Long-distance relationships isn't for everybody, especially if neither of you have the money to, you know, be going back and forth to see each other on the regular. Does having that date set always will help determine if the relationship being this way is feasible. You know, we got to have realistic expectations. In addition, you got to factor in time as well that it takes to see the person on a regular, whether on a plane or just driving. You know, some examples, if a person you're with is on the West Coast and you live on the East Coast, you know, that potential is an eight-hour flight without any delays if you're flying back and forth. And that's a flight. <laughs> and then even if you're driving, you know, you got to take, you know, it could take potentially, maybe possibly eight hours or more, you know, depending on how far you are from the individual to get to wherever they're at, even if you're planning on driving. I know you probably be like, oh, that's not a big deal. But like I said, it's one thing to do something one time. There's another thing when you start doing it on the regular. So, you know, these things you have to consider and be thinking about in between, you know, if you're going to be in a long distance relationship. Next, you know, giving your partner consistent quality time is important in a traditional relationship and even more important in a long-distance one. Like, it's important, you know, always, but definitely in that long-distance relationship. You know, the reason I feel this way is because you don't want your partner to feel like they're in a relationship but single, you know, as just having the title but not having anybody to talk about important things going on in their life with or share fun, you know, moments and memories with on a regular, even sexually. So, you know, that's important. And consistent quality time, you know, it doesn't mean, you know, you need to be talking to your partner from the time you get off work until you time you go to bed. You know, no, I'm not saying that. But it does mean to make time on a regular and give him or her your undivided attention, you know. That's not, that's not asking for much. And even if giving undivided attention means talking to your partner, you know, on the phone, you know, you know, on your way home from work, you know, even if that's, you know, what you're doing, just 15, 20 minutes, you know, on your way home from work while stuck in traffic or possibly, you know, just FaceTiming him or her for 15, 20 minutes before bed. I don't think that's, a un, you know, that seems like a compromise and a realistic, you know, request you know that's not i don't think that's asking for too much if you're in a relationship with someone you know so i consider myself i know me personally i'm i like to think i'm very busy uh you know for the most part but you know if somebody i consider priority in my life texting or calling me i'm gonna make it my business to you know hit them back within a 24-hour day you know if they text or call me Especially if they, you know, especially if we don't talk on the phone daily. So, and let's be honest, uh, you know, if we're going to have an honest conversation, most of us going to look at our phone if we waiting for the elevator, if we waiting for the train, we at the stoplight, 
And even if we had to drive through, you know, waiting on our order, you know, we're going to look at that phone. And that time <laughs> that we're looking on the phone, you know, come on now. Like, that's why I said that's not too much of an ask to just have somebody to text you back, you know. So let's just, just try to make sure we're doing those things if you're going to be at one. And the flip side of this, important to have realistic, going back to realistic expectations once again, it's important to have them. It's a, you got to have those realistic expectations. Therefore, if your partner is at work now, you know, you got to give him or her the benefit of the doubt that they are busy working and not just, you know, ignoring your text that you sent possibly two or three hours ago, <laughs> especially if it's not an emergency now. Come on now. <laughs> Furthermore, even if even if they're not at work, you know, don't be the person to flip out if, you know, you t you text, you know, if you text your partner an hour ago and they haven't responded. You know, you got to remember the per you know, the person's life, you know, likely doesn't revolve fully around you. And they got friends and family, you know, he or she, you know, like to be around as well. Or they might just, you know, want some alone time, you know, but to themselves. Because I know I personally, I love my alone time where I just need that time. Sometime I just need to be by myself. I don't, you know, I love the people. I love people in my life and everything, but I do like to have my alone time. You know, not, like I said, not much, but even if it's just a, you know, hour or two here, I definitely prefer and need my, you know, alone time. Also, Often long distance means having to get creative with some quality time thing, you know. So, you know, you might have to, you know, I ain't going to say you might, but I definitely suggest to do that. You know, one of the things, uh, you know, having a movie night, you know, you know, watching a movie at the same time, you know, from different locations. And then, you know, afterwards, you know, the two of you can call and you can talk about it basically as if you all was in the same location uh, having that movie. Or another suggestion, you know, trying an activity your partner and you both like uh, that day, you know, and then talking about it afterwards when you all have that quality time, you know. So, you know, if they like, I don't know, if they, uh, you know, like to go uh, hiking or something of that nature, you know, you try it that day without them and then you all talk about it afterwards. But like I said, just making sure that you do have quality time. Quality time can be different for different people. So, you know, definitely get with your partner and just make sure that you're all on the same page of quality time and just meet in that compromise, you know, because relationships just all about compromise on a regular. And, you know, compromise, that's, you, that's a win-win for both sides. And last... Once the two of you do start to see each other on a regular, you got to start to have those long-term conversation about the two of you being in the same city together. You know, since the goal shouldn't be to stay in a long-distance relationship forever. So, you know, that's just as important at that point if you all do start to go back and forth. Okay, so let's get into story time with AD. So I'm going to talk about this girl who actually had an issue in picking me up from the airport and I'm about to get in those details now so I met this girl while she was visiting a relative or friend at the time while I lived in Dallas I don't remember which one but it doesn't matter so 
after about a month or two, you know, me and her were talking, you know, we decided to meet up again and spend some time together one weekend. So she made it known, you know, she didn't feel comfortable with me staying in her place. And, you know, she she did say she hoped that I understood, which I totally did. I, I got that completely. So and, uh, that wasn't a problem at all for me. So I booked the flight, and I even, uh, you know, as far as a hotel, I wanted to get a hotel that was close by where she stayed, you know, and I made it known to her uh, that I wanted to do that. So she didn't, since we were going to spend some time, a good amount of time that, together that weekend, I didn't want her to possibly, I'm on another side of town, and she having to go back and forth to take me back. I wanted to be close to where she stayed so she can easily, you know, uh, drop me off on her way home, you know, afterwards, and no issues at all. So, and because I don't like to be an inconvenience with nobody. So, so my only request to her was to just pick me up from the airport when I'd arrive, when I'd arrive and take me back to the airport when I got ready to, uh, to leave, you know, because I even told her, you know, I definitely plan for us to do some activities together as well. There wasn't no, I'm planning on just coming to a hotel and just going to chill at the hotel. Now, we was actually going to spend some time together. So, I checked with her as I always would do with anybody, because I'm not just going to just book the flight. After I checked with her, she told me a good time that I could fly in that worked for her. Okay, I booked the flight and everything. So I booked the flight, and about two or three days before I supposed to came to her city, she was giving me the vibe. It now it's, Let me say, let me because context matters with everything. It wasn't the vibe that she was giving me as, uh, I'm so sorry some came up and I'm not going to be able to pick you up. She was giving me the vibe like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pick you up. Uh, you, uh, you know, you might need to figure that out. That's the vibe I got. <laughs> so at this point in time, I will admit, I felt like it was a slap in my face because I'm like, okay, I'm coming to see you. I'm basically coming into your backyard to see you. I'm in your city. I'm going to be in your city. And about an already booked my flight. You had agreed to pick me up already. And now you're coming to me as if there's going to be an issue in picking me up, you know. And like I said, also, it wasn't like we didn't have any activities planned. So I don't know if maybe she thought, oh, he already booked his flight. He got to come here at this point. But it came off very selfish of her at that point in time. So me being me, I did the petty thing. I went ahead and I just didn't show up at all. <laughs> and I know some people like, but you had already booked your flight. I did have booked the flight, but then in my mindset, I'm thinking, you know, whatever I paid for that flight, okay, it is what it is. I was going to spend more money if I, had went, if I had went ahead and came on and saw her from the hotel that I was going to pay to be in as well as the activities that we would have done while I was there. So I just took that on the chin and kept it moving. <laughs> so needless to say, you know, I say all of that, you know, be thoughtful and don't be a person, you know, always be mindful of things like that when it comes to not just dating, just people in period. You don't want to be the person like I said, I never, and I never had an issue like that before, but even with friends, guys or whatever, if I'm coming to visit somebody, 
if I'm thinking enough to come to their city and visit and I checked with them before I came, I never had an issue with nobody. Uh, if they did, they did a good job of pretending like it was an issue of picking me up from the airport. But now that said, everything I needed to know about her and yeah, that definitely was a red flag there. You know, like we talked about, you got to recognize those red flags. <laughs> so let's get into the question of the day. So the question of the day, I hooked up with a coworker, sort of. Hmm. Okay, let's read into this. So she started making, so we started making out after an event. And at first I didn't realize she was that drunk. I had been drinking a bit too, but by this time it was wearing off, so I went with it. After a while, maybe 20 or 30 minutes, I began to realize she was drunk and I stopped trying to do anything. She kept putting uh, her hands on me and trying to take my pants off and trying to get me to touch her. And I kept telling her politely no. I sobered up, got her into my car, and tried to figure out how to get her home. She didn't uh, script naked in my car, despite telling me uh, to keep, to start, despite telling me to keep my her clothes on. You know, by now, I'm sober enough to drive. She eventually gives me her address, and I take her home. And well, anyways, I never brought up what happened since she never asked, and I didn't want to embarrass her. But since then, she's acted very different towards me in a negative way. She seems to hate me or at least dislike me. I know this is a long. I know this is long after the fact, but should I tear her? But should I tear her? We didn't have sex or do anything past making out. Definitely, you know, try to have that one-on-one conversation with her and bring it up. You know that she acted different. You know, she is acting different towards you lately. You know, so I definitely suggest you do that and ask her. You know, was there something you did that you're not aware of? You know. Because I do think that she's thinking, you know, you took advantage of her. And even if she tells you that there's nothing wrong, be sure to tell her that you initially, you know, wasn't sober. But by the, but, but the two of you just made out and you didn't have sex with her and you got her home safely, you know. Because I do think she's likely thinking that something happened. And also, you know, if I didn't say it, let her know. The key reason that you didn't uh, tell her, you was embarrassed. You know, you didn't, you didn't want her to be embarrassed. You know, because you maybe thought she didn't just remember anything that night, but she definitely, uh, obviously, do. So yeah, I would definitely say bring that up to her. And after you bring that up to her, you know, you know you didn't do anything that. I mean, you know you didn't do anything wrong that night. You know, it seemed like you was actually a gentleman. And try to make sure, you know, she got home safely and all. So whether she, you know, accept your apology and, you know, you'd have done your part at this point. Now, you know, if she choose not to accept that, unfortunately, you know, that's how life is sometimes. But, you know, definitely you did your part. Oh, man. Once again, everybody, we have come to the end of the show uh, man, I thank everybody out there once again who are uh, subscribers, who listen to, you know, my podcast uh, on a regular. I'm thankful for the people who are first time listeners to the podcast. Hopefully you all of the episodes that I have out there, you know, you can find something that you enjoy. 
Um, I'm always open to suggestions. So if you have a podcast request, definitely feel free to go to my link tree and leave me a suggestion out there on there. Um, what else I was going to say before I leave? I think that's about it, uh, everybody. Like I said, uh, I give out the the monthly cash prizes, to, but to become eligible, you definitely got to go out there and subscribe. So if you have subscribed, uh, if you haven't done it within the last three days, I would say you got to go back out there, unfortunately, and do it again because I had some issues with my uh, subscriber mailing list, but we got that resolved. So thanks, everybody, once again. Have a great week, and I will talk to you all later.